Welcome to the Prez Paul podcast, a place for us to engage and hear honest and curious dialogue about Nazareth College and the people who truly are the heart of who we are. Today, we're celebrating the return of our Golden Flyers to competition. After the pandemic hit our world last March, sports, along with everything else, came to a halt. What no one knew then is that sports would continue to be sidelined. Well, our athletes and all of our students were back on campus in the fall, and our athletes were able to practice, but with no games or matches. But now we are so happy to welcome them all back to their competitive seasons. And it's inspiring to see that athletics is managing to combine three seasons into one, all fall, winter, and spring sports. That's a full year of athletics in two months. So today I'm really excited to talk with some Nazareth student athletes and coaches about their triumphant return, along with some exciting initiatives taking place with all our Golden Flyer teams. So let me introduce our guests. Emma States is a sophomore biomedical science major competing on the women's lacrosse team. Taylor Roby, a senior music education major with a minor in piano and the honors program has been a member of the Nazareth women's swimming and diving team for four years and a team captain for three seasons. Caleb Luton is a sophomore adolescent education major and a two sport athlete in volleyball and track. Coach Chris Baudo is coach of the Nazareth women's hockey team. And coach Gail Mann is the longest tenured coach at Nazareth leading the women's soccer team for the last 29 years. What a pleasure to be with all of you today. I really appreciate your joining me. So let's dig in. First of all, what is it like to be back competing as a Golden Flyer this spring? And Taylor, I'm gonna start with you. Thank you, President Paul. Um, it's great to be back competing this spring. As we've said, we didn't get to compete this fall and that was really tough to train through with the uncertainty of, of where we're gonna have a season in the spring, but we got back in it and we had meets every weekend and we actually just finished our season this past weekend with our championships. And it was great. It was everything I could have wanted it to be for the season we've had. Um, I think we really persevered and we had a great showing at our championships. That's fantastic. I've really enjoyed uh, getting to know you all by being your sole spectator these days. It's, uh, yes, it's the really team loved having you. <laughs> it's really been a pleasure. I can't wait to have many spectators as we move forward when the state allows us to. That'll be a pleasure. Uh, Emma, how about for you? Yeah, uh, it's really nice to be back playing. Um, it's been a long time, so, but uh, we're enjoying it with the lacrosse team. We've been playing our games. We have about a month left of our season. Um, then we start the E8 tournament, but it's it's a lot of fun seeing my teammates again, hanging out with them, um, you know, obviously following all social distancing rules, but it's nice playing. Uh, it's an exciting environment. You know, it's nice to, we're able to go and work other sports events. So that's nice to go and watch other people play something to do. So there's always something going on on campus. That's great. And you all have made it happen. I have to say, I've been so impressed by the commitment and responsibility of every single one of our athletes. So thank you for that. And Caleb, how about for you? Um, I would say it's great, to be honest, just to be back because last year we didn't even get to finish the men's volleyball season because around this time it actually got, that's when everything started to happen. So just be back and hoping to finish 
this season and get to UBC championship is great. Um, for indoor track, we had just finished the season and didn't get the chance to start outdoor. And we had just finished indoor track season this year also, although the season was like cut in half, but that's okay. But it's still great to be back because we have the just the team diversity, just being around everybody. It's great to be around again. That's so great. I have to say, I feel like I'm seeing you everywhere, given that you are doing two sports at once. <laughs> like every weekend. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. Gail, how about for you? Oh, being able to compete has been outstanding. The fall, we were able to practice and we had a lot of inner squad scrimmages every Saturday, which was wonderful. And we webcast those. But there's nothing like competing against an outside opponent, you know, uh, it's just that, you know, that's what athletes live for. You live to be able to, to, to compete, right? And, and you compete against one another in practice, but it's not the same. You don't want to hurt your teammate. You're nicer, right? It's, the speed of play is not nearly as fast. So it's just different all the way around. And so I remember after our first competition, you know, the seniors like, had tears in their eyes. They were just so happy to be able to compete. And uh, so we have two weeks left of the soccer season. Uh, we're doing well, we're five and oh, and looking forward to a big game tomorrow uh, down the road. And uh, yeah, and then the championships are uh, on the 15th and 17th of April. And it's been outstanding. I can't thank the Empire Aid enough for creating this opportunity because there are not many other conferences in the country that are doing as much as the EA is doing and is outstanding, um, really outstanding. Yeah, I certainly agree. In fact, I was, I, I was talking to our head coach for track and field, and he was telling me that we were the only conference championship in the Northeast, which I couldn't believe. Um, but it, you know, again, it's kudos to this whole community that we're able to do this. We, I like to say that NAS is unstoppable, and I think this is a really good example of that. Chris, how about for you? Yeah, I would, I would just uh, add on to what everyone else has said. You know, I think for our players, the ability to come together every day since October, and we've had a few pauses along the way, but the normalcy that that brings and the camaraderie uh, that it brings to them, uh, I think really helps them navigate what is a really stressful time overall. You know, sports uh, and athletics has brought, you know, that renewed sense of joy and, and there's a gratefulness to being together. And as Gal said, you know, the ability to compete against other teams, um, but, but even more so just the ability to be together every single day and be part of, you know, the family culture that all of us, all the sports represented here and all the sports within Nazareth's department that we strive to create, um, you know, that, that's something that you just can't speak enough about. So, uh, so it has been great. And, uh, and to Gal's point about the E8, um, but also uh, to your point, President Paul, the appreciation that we all have for the for Nazareth and the administration to make all of this happen for our, our players, our student athletes, our coaches, um, it, it's difference making. I can't imagine, honestly, what what the year would have been like without being able to come back uh, with our teams and, and play and compete together. Um, I, I think that everything that you all have done has has made uh, a challenge into a real opportunity that the kids have taken advantage of. 
Well, thank you for that. But as you know, I think it's all up to you and you all have been doing a brilliant job. And I, again, I thank every single student for student athlete for the responsibility that they are showing and the deep commitment. It's really very moving to me what, what is happening in this community and, and every coach, the adaptability, the ingenuity that everyone is showing, it really is inspiring. You've all talked a little bit about uh, resilience and how perseverance and resilience has really come through in this time. I think it's a strength of our community and every one of you has talked about that as something that you have further cultivated during this time. So that's something there, I think there's a lot that we'll be able to take forward with us into the future. And I, it feels like that's something that we'll definitely take forward. So tell us about what you think is special and valuable about being a Nazareth Golden Flyer athlete. And I'm going to start with Emma. Um, so I, I find it most valuable and rewarding that I'm able to both be an athlete and handle my academics. Um, our coach is really good about, you know, if you have a tutoring session, you have to come late to practice. Um, or if you have to leave early for a class, um, it's very nice to know that academics are always part first. But, you know, we also are able to compete at such a high level and everyone's there, wants to be there and is working hard. It's amazing how some of our athletes actually combine really hard majors with being a student athlete, hard in that a lot of institutions, you can't even be that major and also be an athlete. So education, music, I mean, these are very hard disciplines to do other things. And it speaks to, I believe, the support of our whole student here and the, the whole community coming around you to be to help you be the fullest you that you can be. And I, I really feel that. So thank you for, for uh, mentioning that. Taylor, how about for you? I have to say that it's my teammates. I've been a part of many teams, you know, before I come into college and they were great and all, but even when I came on my recruit trip, I just knew there was something special about NAS and the connection that the team had. It really was a family. And I believe that wholeheartedly you know you find people within your team that push you that you can really you know push each other to excellence like I have in my sprint lane Paige Pascarella and I work really hard together and I just enjoy every practice I get to swim with her and then luckily I actually have a couple people that are now freshmen that I swam in high school with that have come to NAS and wow that's cool when we had the pandemic when we got sent home I got to train with with my good friend, Cameron Fairley, we trained at the YMCA for an hour a day. We went and we had a great time with all the other lap swimmers. We probably caused a lot of waves, but um, <laughs> I have to say it's definitely the team. Like my, I met my best friend for four years through this team. I've enjoyed every second I've gotten to spend with them. And I think that that's like eventually in 10 years down the road, I probably will still remember the competitions and the great wins and the victories, but I'm really going to remember my teammates and all the fun we had together. I love that. That's great. And, and Caleb, share with us your unusual experience, really, in being a two-sport athlete. Um, when I think about being an athlete at NES, I just think about the, well, for, I think about track first because track made me feel like a family. And just how accepting everybody is on that team, no matter if you're a distance runner, a sprinter, a thrower, just everybody has that close connection. And along with the coaches too, the coaches make sure you're happy first, also academics first, obviously, but it's just a huge family. And then volleyball this year, it's like a brotherhood. It's like, I've never had that close of connection with any of the guys. 
So just having the two families and then just just being here at school is great also. I, I think that's uh, very powerful in terms of the sense of community that gets created. And, and Chris and Gail, uh, from your perspective, and I, I know that you, um, you're fabulous recruiters, you know, of, of attracting and inspiring next generation athletes to come to Nazareth. What do you think stands out about Nazareth? Chris, how about you? Uh, I think that for us, when we're recruiting student athletes, uh, when, when, the, when the recruits come to campus with their families, they feel immediately this sense of connectivity within the community. And a little bit, again, to what Emma had said, which is that they can do everything here. And they don't feel that everywhere. They don't feel that balance of, I can, I can operate academically at a really high level. And then when I get to the rink or to the field, uh, I'm going to be pushed at a high level there, but I'm never going to be caught in the middle. I'm going to be supported by adults and faculty who, who understand what I'm trying to balance and are going to work with me to make that happen. And, and truthfully, you know, combine that with the fact that Nazareth is such a welcoming environment. People feel so at home right away. Um, those things are difference making. And, and ultimately, uh, it, it's helped us as a new program get off the ground right away. Um, you know, I always say, you know, appreciate you saying that Gail and I are great recruiters, but, you know, I, I'd say that uh, at this level, at the division three level, if, if you're not putting out the academic product and the outcomes that matter to families, it doesn't matter how great of a recruiter you are. Um, and so it really is a, a combined effort with everybody at Nazareth, but those are the things that stick out that, that the players never feel caught in the middle. They understand that they're here for an education first, um, and that everyone's willing to work and bend a little bit to make it work for them. I think that is a defining strength. I truly do of, of Nazareth. When I look at the landscape, that really is defining of who we are. And Gail, you just exemplify it all. I, I have so much re respect for you in the career that you have here and how valuable you are in our community and how much you've contributed. It's really awesome. So from your perspective, what do you think? Well, um, I've been here for a very long time and I've been fortunate to just watch this campus thrive and grow. Oh goodness, it's been uh, an incredible transformation. And uh, the facilities academically and athletically are outstanding. Um, it sets us apart. It makes it such an easy school to recruit for when recruits come on campus and they see Peckham Hall and they see the WRI and the clinical space that we have for speech and PT and OT. And, and then they go and they walk into the GTC and they see the turf field and the track. And then they walk onto this beautiful stadium. And I mean, it is just incredible, honestly. Uh, people who come to NAS and visit leave here uh, with their jaw dropped. Like they're just, they're just astounded by the beauty of the campus and all that we have to offer. And I say the same as Chris, um, the faculty, the staff, and how you can be a part of everything. Um, I had a couple of recruits in my office the other day and they were concerned because they want to major in physical therapy and they've heard from other schools that you can't do both or that by the time that you are a senior, it's impossible to play sports and do PT. Well, that's not the case here. Our faculty are so incredibly supportive of our athletes. And that is a difference maker right there. 
Um, I can't thank them enough for that. And I, I just think that Nazareth is a, a beautiful school of community and family and uh, we care for one another and that's what sets us apart. I've certainly felt that this year and we attract some really cool people. I have to say, I, I, I think we, we attract some, some people who are, um, who, who really are inspiring and bring a lot to this community. And it's, it's very powerful. So one of the things that we have started is uh, a special diversity initiative in athletics and talk about distinctive. I think this is very powerfully distinctive for Nazareth and shows the depth of our commitment to being a community that welcomes all and that supports all and empowers all to uh, take advantage of every opportunity and to grow into all of who they are. So Chris, can you tell us a little bit about this uh, initiative? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the initiative started late in the, late in the summer when uh, we as a, in a, uh, an athletics department really came together and, and wanted to discuss, uh, you know, a lot of what had happened from the summer, uh, nationally, locally, um, and even some on our campus, and, and really start to talk about what matters to us in terms of our values and, um, and, and our shared vision for uh, diversity and inclusion within the athletic department. And so, you know, we met as a group with student athletes and, and had that discussion. And we, we created amongst that discussion, we created, you know, I think seven different diversity statements that we stand by and that we try to live by every day. And we're in the process now of really trying to infuse those into our culture, you know, as a department and within our teams. And, and on top of that, the most recent uh, initiative that we've, we've begun is uh, a student athlete ambassador program. And, and ultimately what that is, the, the help of uh, Elijah Juan McCadney in the Community and Belonging Office, as well as Luke Winkleman, who I believe plays uh, or swims with Taylor uh, on the swim team. Um, we've sat together and created uh, this program for probably, you know, between six to 10 student athletes who the goal and the mission is, is to really provide educational opportunities for our student athletes, our coaches, in the area of diversity inclusion and ultimately to represent the interests of student athletes of all backgrounds on issues that are important to us as a community in athletics, but also the general community. And so uh, we just got the, uh, the applications out a couple of weeks ago. Those are coming in. We're excited to, to see who this first group will be and then to meet even before we leave for the summer to create a plan as we move into the summer and into next year uh, to, to ensure that within the athletic department, we are, we're not only constantly thinking about the issues um, before they come up and as they come up, but that we're active in showing our allyship to all who are uh, underrepresented um, within, within our own community here or within the general community. So we think it's pretty empowering. Um, we think it, it's really exciting. And we found that the student athletes are really, really behind it and excited about it. So uh, excited to move it forward. And, uh, and I can't give enough credit to Elijah Juan and Luke for all of their work and then the support of Pete and all of our coaches as we've looked to move it forward uh, within, our, within our teams. That's great. It's very inspiring. And I know everyone is very much a part of it, which makes it even more powerful. So I very much appreciate that. Gail, uh, I know the Student Athlete Advisory Committee is really strong here. Uh, I wonder if you could share with us some of the initiatives that they've been working on. Uh, yes, uh, 
we meet uh, once every two weeks. Uh, and uh, it's a, a committee that uh, serves the entire, all of athletics. Uh, there's two representatives from each team uh, uh, on the committee. And we do a, a, a plethora of things, but mostly just you know talking about any issues that might arise with athletics. Um, but we also have some subcommittees and do some planning uh, for the athletes. Um, one of the subcommittees is uh, mental health, which was formed this year. Uh, John, John Rigney, um, both last semester and this semester, got on a Zoom call with all of the SAC members to talk about managing anxiety and stress, which was outstanding. And the information is, is presented in a way where we want the SAC members to go back then and present it to their teams. So the idea is that, you know, you have strategies to, to introduce with your team. Um, we did a community service project. We did a coat drive for the Dimitri house, which was outstanding. And they, they loved it. They, uh, they said they'd never received so many coats at one time, uh, desperately needed at this time, uh, back in February. Uh, and then uh, we also run the senior banquet which we are going to be having an in-person senior banquet, um, which I know all the seniors are happy about, April 25th in the GTC. We're in the process of organizing that right now. Um, and then, you know, we did, uh, they, they're a part of the Empire 8 uh, virtual leadership seminars that go on. Last night, there was uh, one done by Dr. Jared Spencer uh, on the power of positivity. And it was an outstanding presentation. Uh, so that's just some ideas that things that we do with SAC and um, D3 week is April 5th through the 11th. So we'll be promoting that on our Instagram and doing an Instagram takeover, a day in the life of a student athlete kind of thing. And uh, so that's something we do as well. Um, we'll be getting involved more with Special Olympics. That's a big initiative for SAC. Uh, but obviously, a lot of things were put on hold this year with Special Olympics um, due to COVID. So we're hoping to jump in on that next year a lot more and be involved with Special Olympics. And that is so cool. Taylor has something she wants to add. Taylor, yes. Well, I also want to mention all the hard work we did this fall as a member of SAC, as the vice president of SAC, we really pushed hard to get the blanket waiver passed for division three this year, which has been a huge thing. And I was really excited when we got that you done. Bet. So I wanted to make sure we, we mentioned that. Absolutely. That was a big thing for SAC. They went forward and at the national level, uh, got the NCAA to, well, you know, put forward a proposal for a blanket waiver for all athletics in Division Three, because originally the NCAA uh, gave a blanket waiver to Division One athletes and did not give one to the Division Three athletes, and the Empire Eight SAC committee was in integral in helping that move forward. You bet. I was really, really proud of that student effort, and it showed the leadership of, of certainly on our campus, it's, it showed the strong leadership of our students. And I love everything you're describing, Gail, because it, I think it exemplifies the fullness of the experience of being a, a student athlete at Nazareth and the kinds of things that our student athletes do to infuse our community uh, is really powerful. Uh, I also really appreciated the um, comments you made about mental health, you know, we're, we're very concerned about everyone's mental health during this time. And our student mental health is a, a vital um, concern to us. It's been, it's been hard, you know, it's, it's really been a very challenging time in many ways. And so to hear about the kinds of initiatives we have in place to support our students 
Um, there's really nothing more important right now. So thank you for that. So I'm going to conclude our time together today with a fun question. I hope you'll think it's a fun question. And that is, I would love for you to share your favorite NAS athletics memory that you think captures the Golden Flyer spirit. What is that favorite memory? And I'm going to start with Kayla this time. There is, from all the athletics that go on here at NAS, I, it's such a hard one to choose. Personally, for me, my favorite NAS athletic memory would be, oh, probably the other night beating number three ranked uh, Vassar in men's volleyball. So two games, both went to five set. We lost the first game, but then we won the second set. I mean, the won the second game. And just like the team atmosphere after that, I wish like there were spectators allowed because then the uh, whole gym would have just like erupted in like, I don't know, just cheers and everything. But just like seeing that environment, that intensity, I feel like that really captured how NAS athletics really is and just like how we represent ourselves also. That is really excellent. I love that. That's a great illustration. And I have to say, you all are a team. It's really fun to see that. And I, I have enjoyed that spirit very, very much. How about for you, Emma? Uh, my favorite memory would probably be last year. We took a, we were fortunate enough to take a team trip down to Florida for spring break right before everything shut down. Um, and unfortunately, I haven't had a full season yet, but that was such a fun experience. We were able to play teams from Massachusetts, um, Florida. It was great competition. Um, and we did, we were able to go snorkeling. That was a ton of fun and watch the dolphins. Um, so that definitely would be my favorite memory. That's really cool. Right before you got it in right before. Yeah, That's we were very terrific. lucky. That's great. Taylor, how about for you? Um, like Caleb said, there's a ton that stick out, especially across four years. But uh, the number one spot has to go to my freshman year when we won our first ever conference title. We came in on the last day and we were behind and we just as a team said, we want this. We're going to give it all we got. And it came to the point that people were swimming events. They weren't even supposed to swim. We had one girl swim the mile just because there were extra spots. It was free points. And instead of saying, oh, I don't I don't train the mile. I don't swim that. I don't want to do that. She said, whatever the team needs. And that was the attitude. What do I need to do? What do you need me to do? People weren't invested on their individual times or how they placed. They came over and said, how did I help the team? Did I get enough points? Like, what are we going to do? And winning that first title, like, we weren't supposed to win and we did and it was amazing and i give a lot of credit to my my senior class right now we just finished our four years undefeated champions and that's just something i'll never forget like i love all of them dearly the women's team just i can't imagine having like a bet bigger honor than than finishing our careers you know being undefeated champions so that's that's got to be it for me especially that freshman year that first year just like jump pushing our coach in the pool it's all get, getting the t-shirt. It just all came together in like the best day ever. <laughs> That's great. And, you know, Taylor, your leadership has had a lot to do with the success, the successes you all have had. So thank you for that. And oh, I'm, I'm really, really proud, really proud of, of all of you, Gail, I'm going to give you the last word. So Chris, I'm going to go to you next and then Gail gets the last word. Yeah, I think, well, first, I just think the, uh, I just want to point out the passion that uh, that all of the, the student athletes speak 
speak with. Um, but then specifically what Taylor just said about how she loves all of her teammates um, and, and the authenticity of that. I just think that that is the, the end goal of, of athletics in college, the relationships that you make. So that's just really cool and really cool to, to hear and see your face as you say that. Uh, for us, I think it would be our first year, which was three years ago. Uh, we were slated to finish ninth out of 10 teams in the preseason poll. And we got to the last weekend of the season and we were in third place and we were playing the second place uh, William Smith team. And in, in order to jump into second place, we would have had to get three out of four points. So for context purposes, when you win a game in hockey, you get two points. If you tie, you get one point. If you lose, you get zero points. So Friday night we played at NAS and, uh, and we were down 2-1 with about four minutes left. So if we lose, and it's no failure, but we're, we finished in third place uh, for the season. Um, but with about four minutes left, uh, we, we end up scoring a power play goal. We tie the game, we get through overtime and it's a tie. So we're still in the hunt for second place, but we know the next day we got to travel to William Smith and, uh, and that's going to be a bear, right? It's a tough place to play. It's a second game in two days. We have all freshmen for the most part on our team. And so the, the team gets out there, the girls get out there and, and they just played incredible. And to the point of some of the student athletes here, the idea of like, they played together, they played for each other. There was great energy. Um, and so ultimately we were up two to one with about 30 seconds left. They call a timeout. We have a face off in our zone. We win the face off. We move the puck. We score an empty net goal and the bench just erupts. Like it was just incredible. The emotion just like flows and we get into the locker room after and like people are crying as though we'd maybe just you know, won the Stanley cup, which is like the, the NHL of, uh, the, the highest award. And, and I guess as a coach, just seeing that raw emotion and, and understanding how much effort and energy uh, that the players had put in to get to that point and the angst that they feel at the same time, the uncertainty that they feel about themselves and their ability to accomplish this goal. Uh, it's just so special because th they'll take that with them forever. Uh, they'll remember that forever when they're at each other's wedding someday and, you know, uh, enjoying each other's company, they'll talk about that. And, and that's, I mean, to me, that's what it's all about. I mean, it, you know, championships are great and they're fun. And I think the best is yet to come for us. But ultimately, in the end, you, you forget the winning and losing. You, you remember uh, the emotions afterwards. You remember the time together at practice and so on to get the journey, so to say. And that moment, our first year, was kind of a culmination of an incredible journey. So a little bit of a long story, but makes me that's powerful. When, I, when I tell it. It was great. That's really powerful. I, I appreciate that, Chris. Okay, so Gail, I'm going to give you the last word here. All right. Well, um, my best memory is, uh, uh, well, I have so many, and, and it strings across all the sports. I have been at Nazareth to watch many championships. I have watched the men's volleyball team win the national championship, and the gym was packed, and they stormed the field. I watched the men's lacrosse team win NCAA games on campus uh, when they played Hobart, and Hobart was the number one team in the nation, and we beat them, and we upset them, and the, the, everybody just stormed the field, right? 
I've watched men's soccer win championships, men's basketball two years ago when they won the Empire 8 conference title in our gym. Um, everyone, again, stormed the gym. It was awesome, you know, being a part. I was actually there, Taylor, when you won uh, your, your freshman year because we were working the game. And uh, I remember to, that. Yeah, yeah. So we I saw them that. win the championship. And so, you know, anytime you're a part of being able to see a championship at Nazareth, it's such a special feeling to see the athletes and the fans. Oh, it's such a great thing. We've hosted a number of NCAA games on our campus and have won many. And it's been electrifying. Uh, but honestly, my best memory of my team was taking them to Europe three years ago. We went to Paris and we went to London and it was an amazing experience. And if you asked any of the girls who were on that trip, it was life changing. And they just incredibly uh, were so appreciative of being able to do this. And we hope to be going again, uh, hopefully next spring or this or 2022 or 2023, and we're going to hopefully go to Spain. Uh, so that is our next trip. And uh, I highly encourage everyone to, to try to do it because it's, it's amazing to travel abroad with your team. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, I certainly appreciate your, your leadership. And I'm really, I am just so proud of all of you for your persistence, for your commitment, for the care that you clearly have for each other and for your community and I really am proud of you for your all around excellence as scholar athletes. I, I just, I am so awed by each and every one of you. And I thank you so much for coming and having this conversation with me today. And thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us in exploring the wonders of the Nazareth College community. There are so many wonders. On our next Prez Paul podcast, our School of Music made changes this past year to ensure that the music continued and also to really make a statement about the power of music in our culture. So next podcast, you'll meet School of Music director David Davies and two of our students. I very much appreciate the time together. Thanks for listening.